Oh, my screen's black now. What did I do? Um, no, you're there, Steve. Okay. I do, so it's like... Oh my gosh, my pillow was like Tracy Ellis Ross. Let me smooth these. Oh. Don't, don't listen to that, Kyle. We, um... Oh yeah, we are recording. Tracy Christian, Ellis Ross uh, and yeah, her yeah, eyes. Yeah, I ain't gonna stop my own bag. About to hit some bag. You know I'm with the shits with the commentary, but I, I'll give you a bravo, bravo, bravo. Bravo. <laughs> free-ish, free-ish, free-ish. Just like free-ish. Uh, I, just, I just learned about bravo, bravo, bravo. Oh, you did? Oh. <laughs> just started watching Beverly Hills. Oh, you good. know, I, I'm, just getting in, I'm just getting into the white bitches. If, if no, that's what we were I'm stopped. Bravo, bravo, bravo. I am not doing this, you guys. I don't, what do you mean? Something has to break. We're going to get you in Sunday service. Yeah. Anyway. Step closer to the Lord. There you go. We, well, I, I be teaching them every week. Just stay with the Lord. Stay with the Lord. Just stay with his unchanging hand. It's going to get you through. Mm. Mm. That paid my bills. Mm. Well, I'm not <laughs> asking you should ever see. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a coin, Lord. Send me a coin. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Thank you, Jesus. You can now find your favorite petty cousins on Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, you can hear it on Apple Podcasts, and even many more places too. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The coins, darling. The coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place because we stand versatility. So listen to your favorite cousins on Anchor. And make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What the fuck are you waiting for, cousins? Like right now. Well, you know what else is in Gilead? Me, aka me being that bomb in Gilead because I got that oh bomb Gilead. Oh Ricky. And I am Dorinda Clark Cole's unemployment check. How y'all doing? I'm Chris. <laughs> I feel like and she what, gets one. Of course she does. And she does of course, one. Guys, we have a very special guest with you. We'll be introducing shortly. We are going to get through these church announcements very quickly. You know, make sure you follow us everywhere you stock your exes. And that now includes TikTok and Twitch. I will be doing various things with my body on TikTok. Oh and Chris will, will be, be doing... Oh. You tell, oh, them, you tell them, girl. We didn't have no script. <laughs> this is unscripted, okay? And I will be doing gaming for the Lord over on Twitch. We will be playing the Vitcho game and things. So please follow us, twitch.tv slash freeishmedia and tiktok.com or y'all know y'all use the uh, website, tiktok freeishmedia. <laughs> we there. And make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. We will be coming out with content. Our watch list episodes are coming out soon. So that series will be available on YouTube and IGTV. So stick around for some of your favorites being torn apart. 
shaded. Oh no, actually, we just talk about them in love, but subscribe. And then what was all of this? I don't know. I've been talking on my hands lately. I've been feeling like I give a hand performance. You've been very canvas. I was at the grocery store, like, let me get a uh, Dutch. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. I was trying to think of a way to segue that, but I couldn't quite think of a you way, but you know, that's me. fine. You can't segue. That's me. fine. Beep. But we gonna, because we ain't gonna segue this episode. And we gonna segue right on into our very special guest. Woo! We have with us Kyle Price. Kyle Price is a model, actor, and social activist. Yes. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, cousins. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We don't get guests around here often. You know, we had to clean up the house. We had to, okay, okay. Right. You know, we had to do a little, you know, Throw a pillow around and all that. I get it. <laughs> decorative, decorative, special event. Feng Shui. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing during quarantine during, during pandemic? Um, yeah. Good. Actually, I'm, I'm being very productive during quarantine, getting back to work, getting um, myself together, leveling up, of course, all that Sierra jazz and stuff. But um, Who? Uh, the shade stuff. I'm out of my bed. I'm out of my bed. Because <laughs> I knew that Meek Mill had a song called his levels to this shit. Oh, okay. Oh, mm. uh, we don't know her either. <laughs> hey, yikes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everything's been good. We've been working. Um, yeah, working, just trying to get through the rest of the year. Um, I got three more months, aka 20 more years in 2020 to get through. So <laughs> Whew, we're good. Feels like this, it. this has been the longest decade ever, this one year. Yes. <laughs> she came in the door and just was like, we just gonna be here. 2020 is just gonna elongate herself. This is like the 19th oh, month. Heard you. She came in heard and parked you. and barked. I'm telling you, real Mercedes girl shit. Oh, you ready for a twist, hey? <laughs> but, oh yeah, so we we discovered you from Love at First Night. Mm-hmm. Like, that iconic web I thought it was a television show. So I'm one of those people that watch web series like they're actual like television shows because they are, they're productions. They're put together just as productionly. So uh, how was that? How was that experience? Um, That experience, actually, it was life-changing for me. Uh, I mean, people throw around the word iconic a lot, but I feel like our show was, it was one of the, one of the, um, one of the, in my humble opinion, one of the best, queer mm-hmm. web series that have been out there because it was so nuanced and everything. And I was honored to be mm-hmm. a part of it because the creator, Tor- Terry Torrington, um, he saw me in a previous web series that I was doing. He was like, oh, I have this idea for this show and you would be perfect for this role. And then it ended up being Spencer, who was one of the main characters in the show. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know I know this guy. I know, you know, I know a whole, whole bunch of butch queens like him. So I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> And in doing, like, you know, depicting this whole show and everything. But, like, over the course of our three seasons, um, I actually got to learn and grow and interact with, like, the fans and everybody on the cast. And we became, like, really, really good friends. And what made the show really good was that it was such an interactive experience. It was like the gay insecure, pretty much. And mm, I, Yes, I, it was. I enjoyed 
every minute of that. And I, yeah. I'm sad that we're done now, but you know, bigger and better things. We gotta move on. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the show, it's on YouTube now, called Love at First Night, so. Yeah, all links will be in the description, so don't ask him. Okay. All links in the description. <laughs> um, so Definitely. is there- and I know. <laughs> Go ahead, Ricky, go ahead. I mean, well, you know, I just had a couple questions Go about ahead. Love at First Night. I, too, oh, Love at First you Night. You got it. Okay. You got it. You got it. Picture um, As I like to... Girl, she is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> she is fixed and parted to the side. Okay, because right. I saw that. And I was like, okay. It was like a... Oh, so okay. you show up. Okay, her Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to find my bang in a minute. It's going to be okay. We're going to have fun. <laughs> But um, I'm not sure if you watch Drag Race, Kyle, but mm-hmm. as Chris knows, I like to ask the, <laughs> you know, little question where RuPaul's like, so who do you think should go home? Ooh, okay. So, you know, I just, I just want to start off a little spicy because I really, I love to get to know our guests. You know, I like to dive, you know, a little Ooh, he deep. He about to be messy. Ooh, he about <laughs> to be messy. What is this, girl? This is not on the docket. <laughs> this is not on the docket. What is going on? So I know, um, so Love It First Night, you guys deal with a lot of, I guess, very real life experiences. A lot of things that, you know, like I personally have dealt with as well as other people that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the storylines that stands out in particular is the storyline of backstabbing friends. Right. I know that that's something that, you know, a lot of the characters, um, yours included, have to deal with on the show. Right. So with that being said, were you able to draw from any real life experiences? Or like, is there anything that she would be able to say that compares to that? Or was this like a completely new territory for you to tread? Well, I don't have any personal experiences to draw from, but I I have friends and they have lived. So um, I, drew, I, drew, I drew from some of their stories <laughs> intermixed. Like, all right, some things that I've heard. Um, some stories that I see on Twitter, because like I literally read everybody's Twitter and I see all the mess. I'm like, okay, let me draw from this. this oh, is oh. And then, um, yeah, it was nothing, nothing personal that I particularly been through, but it was like, all right, this is a story I've heard before. So I was like, all right, how can we personalize this to where everybody would feel like, oh shit, I know somebody that that's been through that, or oh, I've been that person at one point in time, or doing whatever, just you know, just to make it more realistic and relatable. So definitely, and it is very relatable. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, you were gonna ask messier than that. <laughs> <laughs> I was prepared. Yeah. Oh, what was you prepared for? I don't know. I was just like, pause, well, we're going to warm up. We're going to warm up <laughs> and get, get the mess. Hey. You know, don't don't make me crack open my wine. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. No, this will not be that's, that's, that's table talk. <laughs> that's right. when table talk happens. Yeah. <laughs> you got another question? Okay. Nah, I'm good for now, but I'll be back to swoop in in a couple minutes. <laughs> Okay, tag it. Let me get my let me get my Giselle notes together. (laughs) (laughs) Receipts. We'll get there. We'll get there. So I was just minding my business and I saw you on a Bowflex commercial. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) How iconic is that? That was a moment. That that was a moment. Um, that was my first national campaign, and I was like, I'm I'm standing for myself. Okay, I'm I'm 
one of those, like, if I do something, I stand for myself because I'm like, I know the story of what it took to get to Bowflex. As you right. should. The testimony. So, like, testimony. I, I know what it took to get there. Like, I literally, um, I quit my job in 2018 to do all of this full time. Like, I hated my job. Like, a whole bunch of stuff was going on then. And I didn't know what I was going to do. But I was like, this ain't it. And I just need to invest in myself and just like full-fledged go out to it. Because actually Love at First Night encouraged me to do that because I'm like, okay, well, we're making this type of show and mm -hmm. we're at this type of caliber. This is what we're capable of. Like, why not just invest in yourself and take the time to actually do it? That's so um, with that, I quit my job. I took my last paycheck and I moved to South Africa because I got signed to an agency out there. And, yeah, um, and I remember that. Flex. But <laughs> but we went out there and I discovered a whole bunch of stuff and I went like gung ho for like a good three months and then came back, did the third season and came back to my agency. And I'm like, for the first like year, I was doing like e-commerce stuff and just like little stuff and like not getting no money off the time. Like I was getting money, but not like money, money. You know what I mean? Ain't no coin coming in, right. Right, so I'm like, all right, well, but I kept to add it, kept at it, kept at it. Cause I know I'm like, all right, it's gonna pay off. You just gotta do your work, just stay focused and do whatever. So when Bowflex dropped, that was like, wow. Yeah, that was a combination. Mm -hmm. That was me. I said, I said on the last day of my job, I was like, y'all gonna see me everywhere. Mm -hmm. yeah, period. Everywhere. I, everywhere. And it's like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna get there. And I'm like, when that moment happened, I was hyped because I'm like, yeah, that was just like one of them life firming moments. It's like, you can really do it and just, mm. just go ahead and go for it. So Bowflex, it's, at five million views now. On Come on now. Come so on, five million. All right, five million. million. Yeah. So, so we're working. We're working. We're working. <laughs> we're working. Yes. So what's next? Like what's what's next on the agenda? Where mm -hmm. where what's next? We wanna know. Well, right now I'm having fun doing campaigns and modeling and stuff like that, but I definitely want to do more series. Um I actually have something in the works that I just Ooh. got this weekend, but I can't speak on it because NDAs, it's Beyonce Ironclad, so we can't talk about wow, it. Wow, you're and working on Beyonce. We want to be better than the first to know. Okay, listen. I mean, listen, I'm very, I'm very, uh, December 13th, 2013, just dropped the album. So when, okay. I'll be back. Okay, then, then okay. Back to that. But um, I have a couple campaigns that are coming out. I did one last week with this African um, clothing company called Dianu. And um, I have another one for Armatron um, watches for their holiday ads. They actually gave me this watch, so this is cute. And um, yeah, just I'm I'm just trying to do more campaigns and like you know go from like boom to boom and then do series and then also which I'm actually doing after I hang up with you guys, um, mm. I'm volunteering um, with a high school to teach a LGBTQ plus safe space class that, I, that I'm creating for a seven week program. So I want to do more okay. like philanthropic work with that because I feel like I've been extremely blessed this year. So I'm like, it would be like super selfish of me not to reach back and teach back and make a way and, you know, just share the testimony as well as like, listen to kids that have watched Love at First Night, watch Bowflex, like, you know, just see me do all these things. I'm like, okay, well, the least I can do is give back to the kids. So I want to do more of that. Yeah. I volunteered one time with some kids and they robbed me, child. When I tell <laughs> like, you, South Side of Chicago, they robbed me, child. <laughs> they was like, listen, me and you, it's nap time, none of that. Like, <laughs> they ran that camp. 
kids dealing with like a different generation and like teaching them just the little that you know right now and like as you progress it's like really important yeah and you really see that growth in them and then you see that growth in yourself like oh i actually do know what i'm talking about i do i have gone through these things and can share these because i'll be feeling like oh i'm not that old and then i'll be trying to relate to kids i'm like child i don't have time for this <laughs> like what is this <laughs> i just keep coming through with these ybns and these little this and little that and i'm like i'm 28 i'm not that old like i She's I'll like, be telling you about the YBNs and the little, little older. That's because you, you, <laughs> you still. You know, uh, I, I like all. Age. I like all type of music. I like all ages. Okay. I'm for everybody. Oh, you mean um, uh, Lucci, wife and Lucci. Are you talking about right? Or one of them? The YSNs, the YBNs, the I remember when the girls still called themselves the Fuchis, the Buchis. I was like, child, I don't know. Yeah. Can you give me some Mary J. Blige? Okay. I'm fully. If it ain't a boo head. coming across my screen. Okay. I don't know if I can really be a lady. I don't know. I'm mm. I'm fully in my auntie years, so I love a good auntie bop. I love an auntie bop. I love an auntie moment. A good calming, clean the house playlist just who's, to get me through the day. Uh, auntie bop go to. Aretha Franklin. Oh, that's great. I'm not, that's great. <laughs> I was thinking wait, a little more to me. That's great. Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. So wait, wait, wait. What do we consider auntie? What do we consider auntie? What do we consider? Um, we're of a particular. I feel like auntie is like '90s. Yeah, like a Tony early two thousand. Okay, so like Mariah. Yeah, Mary J. Blige. Okay, Mary J. Blige's first two albums. Like, yeah. First three. Okay, see, y'all, y'all still, y'all still a little bit too uh, much in the past for me. I'm gonna well, go with these some. I'm gonna go with some Tania. Can't get enough. Okay. You You say what? You do that step too that uh, her and Great Hill were doing. Okay, get up. I would, but it's it's not too much going on down here. Okay, okay. We'll take your word for it. Real corn, real quarantine ready. Okay. Real quarantined. <laughs> we can't get demonetized. <laughs> okay. So we're going to transition into some hot topics real quick. We're okay. going to go into some mess. Okay. Um, pick a number between one and four. Four. I'm tired of Gazelle. Like, ah! Real Housewives of Potomac. Like, I'm... I'm not liking the way this Monique thing is falling out. Did you? Are you into Real Housewives of Potomac? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll let you finish and then I'll go into it. I don't like the way that this has been coming out about Monique. Now we all saw the fight last week. We broke the fight down, and we really was like blaming on Cam, blaming on Gazelle. And now this week it come out that like Candace kind of pushed her first, but now mm-hmm. it's coming out like that they're pulling this narrative like really hard about can um. Monique destroying the foundation of Black women and Black women being able to get their put on and all of that. And I was like, uh, okay. But it's just, I'm just, I'm tired of, I'm tired of, Gazelle needed, did not need a bodyguard. She, she's not got a brand or image to uphold with her man running around with the whole congregation spreading his seed and doing all of these unholy, unrighteous things. And then you sit up here and want Six or seven. Seven. Cheering. That's not even counting the relationships, the allegations. And mind you, I told y'all that that church is Eddie Long's church and Creflo Dollar's church. So oh, Jamal Bryant, Eddie Long, and Creflo Dollar, them ain't good examples of uh, legend. And I church right down the street. Don't let me drive down there. <laughs> it is so what did y'all? 
So what did y'all think of Atome? Let's get into this. Did you want to go first, Ricky? Sure. You know, um, as far as my opinion, it is definitely um, very similar to Chris's. My whole thing was they've already been through this storyline of trying to make Monique this quote-unquote angry Black woman. It's like the storyline didn't really jive the first time, kind of like it did this time, because it just didn't make sense. It was like, okay, like she got into it with Candace. But most viewers at this point, we've been watching reality TV for, you know, since it's been out for like 20 years at this point. We've been watching it since we were literally like young kids. So I feel like a lot of the viewership are... um I guess you could say smart enough to be able to understand that like just because somebody gets into a fight doesn't mean that it's like a knock against the whole race of black women. If anything, Candace, you going out of your way to call Monique ghetto and call her hood rat trash right. and this and that. She's a hood rat. <laughs> Get that ghetto hood rat. Get that ghetto hood rat. <laughs> Get that ghetto hood rat. It's like, you know, that's just as offensive as somebody putting their hands on somebody. And if you're not able to see that, at least be able to understand how that could be somebody else's point of view. So that's my whole thing in it. Okay. And keep my girl's name out your mouth. Okay, period. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, there's a few things. Um, yes, let's unpack. They're, dra- they're dragging this fight to be much bigger than what it needs to be. First of all, Candace, if you gonna pop off at the mouth, you have to understand there are consequences for your words. Monique was not right for hitting you, but hey, you can only put up with somebody's BS for so long when they all up in your face. Two, the respectability politics of everything that Giselle and Robin and, and Wendy are talking about is like, huh? And uh, it's, it's like, what are, you to, what are you talking about? Like, this is not gonna move the women's movement or the black women's movement back anymore. Like you're on reality television. You're not on, right. on CNN, uh, bare knuckle boxing. Like, what are you talking about? And then if that's the case, Lisa Renna threw a glass at, uh, uh, what is it, Kim Richards and all that. Don't again. talk about the husband. <laughs> Don't talk about the Don't. husband. And then also, also Wendy, for somebody who doesn't have a crab, I, I say that's their thing, they have a crab. Like, if they, if they, for someone who doesn't have a crab, just two episodes, weren't you just getting into it with Ashley with a verbal altercation out of nowhere? But that's not a bad reflection on an angry Black woman narrative. So it's like, pop me kettle. And then Giselle is like, first of all, Giselle, let me move my bang. Giselle, <laughs> you, you, like you said earlier, like, you are taking back a man that you publicly dragged for how many seasons over mm-hmm. his infidelities? And now you're all of a sudden worried about your, your image. Speak and, on it. And then, and then, then first of all, you're trying to make a moment where this doesn't apply to you by bringing the security guard. That was reading as late. That yeah. security guard like, was babysitting that baby the whole time. It, I was that, in the background. First of all, now you're trying to, you're dragging it, trying to make it seem like Monique is this person who is off her rocker when she's not. She was just provoked and, mm-hmm. and got into an altercation like many of you did including yourself like when you're provoked like just because you didn't put hands on the person doesn't mean like you didn't act out or have this angry black woman narrative so so please save me this 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 accusation of like oh now we're just as below it's like girl 
Because I know she had to run. I know she had to run up on one of Jamal's concubines that right. she didn't. At that she needed to. That one. she should have. The thing that bothered me the most was them talking about, oh well, she's not a good role model to her child. I was like, don't, don't, don't bring nobody. Don't bring the kids in there because it's not, a, it's not even about that. Because you don't know what happens in that household beyond what they show you. So mm-hmm. you can't, don't make that accusation. I just think that whole conversation was late. Now, Monique, I'm gonna get to you because mm-hmm. your calculation of events that happened, <laughs> they mathing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you sound kind of crazy, but but also like you were held accountable to it. And what I liked what she did is she she was like, okay, I was wrong. I'm not justifying any of my actions, but I didn't mean to hit her because I meant what I did, but I shouldn't mm-hmm. have got to that point. But right, I right. like she, but her account of events, something wasn't clicking. So I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, but, I, she remembers that a little differently than it happened. She right, really I does. Mean, <laughs> there are cameras. We can see you. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, the adrenaline was pumped. <laughs> like, girl, you and then my thing is, Jason, and it was like, you're right. fully aware. You, I, I know that glaze. I was like, okay, you are aware. But I, yeah. I love Monique, and you know, I watch the show. I enjoy the show. Yeah, shout out to Strong Wigs and Strong Wheels, <laughs> I guess, because they're gonna be arguing about this for, I guess, the rest of the season. Yeah, because she, the, yeah, they already said she ain't show up season to Mm. Starts next topic. You know, for this month. Um, so congratulations are in order, I guess. Um, uh, Onika had a child. Oh, congrats to her. Congratulations yeah. to Onika for birthing another human being. I like this. Um, we wish her all the well. Next. Oh, do you want to say No, uh, we can stand <laughs> her having her baby real quick. Oh, wait. Yes, Okay, ma'am. so you're the Barb. He's the Barb. I'm the okay. Barb of the two okay. of us. Okay. I don't know her. So, I mean, I'm getting to know her a little bit because her pregnancy picture was cute, and I was really surprised she had a baby out of nowhere without, like, starting <laughs> no mess or burning out nothing. But I'm glad, you know, she has children. Now, okay. now she has a daughter to call her son. Are we sure it's a girl? I didn't know if it was a girl. I don't know. They, I haven't yet to see if it's a girl. I want it to be a boy so it can be, you know, it's her son for real. Because these bitches is her son, but now he's her son too. So he's going to be her bitch. Anyway, next. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, shut up. <laughs> I'm just doing the math like Monique. Doing the math. <laughs> that was like the transitive property. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, okay, so for real, for real. Nikki had a child. Um, and we had a conversation earlier that was interesting about women in rap having babies mm-hmm. because Bell Khalees has had a baby, Carisha's had a baby, um, Remus has had a baby, like all the girls have Stop, Iggy. Igloo, Igloo had a baby, and Igloo <laughs> had a baby, and like nobody knew. She like came out three days later with no baby bump, no nothing. Like, I didn't even know Iggy was like, like when 90%. You, when you got the coin, you can get a second. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you got, <laughs> okay, I'm right, trying to get it sucked it out, out, honey. So, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> what, what, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we see each other. We see each other. We see. <laughs> but no, we were talking about uh, female pregnancy. Female pregnancy. <laughs> we were talking about female rappers. Uh, <laughs> and then it was the last group. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> 
know we about to be canceled. Oh my gosh. We were talking we just, about. We were just talking about women's bodies. Oh my God. <laughs> we like we were talking about female rappers having kids and how yes. it affects their career. <laughs> yes. We were, and that has changed the landscape. <laughs> this is why we don't do shows. And okay, that has changed like, the landscape of music and how they do their careers. And that's iconic. I'm the end of that. <laughs> you know, in, in, all, in all seriousness, it definitely is really cool to be able to see a lot of these women be able to have these babies and still be able to get right back yeah. to their career and not receive a lot of backlash. Because, you know, we're able to remember the days of Tamika from Escape, for example, and people like okay. that who either had to hide pregnancies or, you know, like, um, and, you know, different things like that and had to do different things to, you know, make sure that their career stayed on track. And I'm just really glad that we live in a time where you don't really have to do that. Like, we don't care if you got kids. As long as you can make us shake that ass, bitch, I'm oh my gosh. good. Oh my God. As long as you put out your your material, not shake that ass. Oh my God. The good material. As long as you put out material from your heart. Because, <laughs> Onika, I'm hoping this baby really got to you. Because you know how they say our babies make your career, like, better and, like, teaches you how to, like, do different things with your talent. So I'm hoping it taught her how to write. And that we will you have are not, a better you album. You will not. You will not. Okay. Okay. Well, I hope it taught her how to make a better presentation for the next album because Queen wasn't. That's like Kaya. Congratulations. Congratulations. You are the winner of this week's Motherhood Challenge. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. We have a question. Yes. So what are the last four songs you can consciously remember you listened to? Okay, so here's the thing with me. Mm-hmm. I'm an r and head at heart, but I'm in my house and like EDM bag really, really bad right now. Okay. So a lot of what I'm listening to is like Disclosure, Calvin Harris, um, okay. stuff like that. And, and um, matter of fact, let me just pull it up on my Spotify. Cause it's right here. Oh, um, uh, yeah, Spotify. Yeah, I'm a Spotifyer. <laughs> same, same. So, Pop and Paula, breathe deeper. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Everything on Victoria Monet's album, I love that. Okay. I'm listening to a lot of Two Chains right now, though. And then um, Ari Lennox, uh, Whipped Cream. Mm. I haven't heard with cream yet. I saved oh it to my phone. That stays. It's on rotation. Yeah. Oh, you heard with cream, Chris? You know, I hear things other than drag and gospel music. Okay, gosh, yes, I heard with cream. It's cute. I like one place. <laughs> There's only one way you would have heard with cream. That's how, if somebody how, else played how, it. How, That's how, if somebody else played how, it. Because you oh, wasn't going to tea. play it. You wasn't what? going to look up with You don't know what I listen to. You don't know what I listen to. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> it's very Reggie wrote you. And that, <laughs> very, that that's literally my number one song. I don't understand why, but it is. <laughs> wow, my mind. I was like, wow, let me go to a song. Read your Like you. I can pull that up right now. I'm a, it's gonna be on the screen right here. That's my <laughs> top song. You just need you just need to do a little widget just for that. Just right here. I'm gonna do it right there. Okay. Anyway. Um okay, so Ricky, it's your turn. You can close us out of church with the political corner. You want me to sing for you? <clears throat> Rick is from medical corner. 
<laughs> sound. I'm supposed to be scandal. Like, I don't know. Too much. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, scandal <laughs> is definitely the word. Um, this will be. Why was I about to say truncated? Y'all not truncated. Y'all can look that up, cousins. But this will be a more truncated version of Ricky's Political Corner. We have an extended version coming out shortly, so be on the lookout for that. But for now, I just want to kind of get into the broad overview of what's been going on the last few days because it's been a lot. So if you guys don't know, we had the um, ceremony for the nomination of the possibly newest Supreme Court justice that was about a week and a half ago last week Saturday. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know that ended up being a super spreader event for the coronavirus and spread the coronavirus to at least they say a dozen plus White House staff members, um, a couple senators, a few other members just of the you know DC national scene and from them is you know they think when it kind of progressed got to the president and whatnot so on and so forth so bitch we had just recorded an episode like just recorded it and finished it and was like all right we're gonna edit this for tomorrow i go to sleep i wake up and the first thing i see is oh me and melania got covid bitch <laughs> <laughs> It was like you say that oh yesterday. My God. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, because it was like because first it came out that the um that Hope Hicks had come out that she was that she was COVID positive, and you know she's one of the president's closest aides. So it was one of those things where it was like if anybody would have been up in his face, it would have been her. So when we had found that out last week Thursday it really got to where it was like hmm. So then that came out like late, late, late that Thursday night, Friday morning. So by the time Friday came, so did the jokes. <laughs> I'm not like really going to get too far into the jokes because, oh, you know, I they are cackling on yeah. <laughs> when I seen that. I got deleted because of jokes, <laughs> because of Trump jokes. Oh my God. But no, fuck him. And it's like, it's, okay. It, it's disgusting. Sorry, I meant I, I, I cut you off. But no, it, you're fine. Chime in. It's just cut disgusting me. the way he's handling it and then using this as like a. He's a stunt queen. Like let's just let's just call it what it is. He's a stunt queen. Like there's okay. no way you got over this in three days. You're just trying to distract everybody from the fact that you bombed your first um, debate. You're gonna mm. bomb the second one, and mm. you about to get you about to be out of here. Luckily, the COVID will take you. Um, let me not. Bravo, bravo, bravo. It was like you bombed your whole presidency. Yeah, like, like, you're like you a just flop. You bombed you're it. You flopped. You're a flop. And honestly, ah. we've seen this coming. We've seen hey. him pulling this COVID card as soon as I as soon as he was like pandemic. I'm like, why should you use this toward the end of the election to like, oh I'm sick. <laughs> It's yeah. real, y'all. Y'all should stay with me. Cause now I don't want your sick ass in the presidency. Because right. Biden was like, I'm COVID free, bitch. And Kamala said, period. <laughs> period. <laughs> our, our results will be posted at Biden and um Kamala2020.com. I love a petty uh presidential candidate. But also sign that stimulus check before you mm -hmm. check out, please. Thank please you. do, because you Thank can send you. it. If there's time for me. Okay. I want it. I want it. And I think it might be some new team on that because I saw something pop up on my um, screen real quick. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like, no. 
Nancy, stop wearing them kitten heels to all your press conferences, too. I'm tired of seeing them low riders come down with them flow pants. I see you, Nancy. I'm tired of you. We already <laughs> talked about you on the episode before, Nancy. Yikes. But yeah, definitely like between him and these photo ops, it's like they literally like none of them go well. Didn't go well back in June when you had held up the Bible after gas and all those protesters. It didn't go well on Saturday when you tried to ride through the on the hermetically sealed SUV, sealed from the outside, which means it's also sealed on the inside, which means those Secret Service members, I don't care if they have fucking masks on, they was just breathing, yo, breathing. It's it's so cold, it's COVID in the car. And it's like, why, why you would risk people's lives like that? Like, even your staff, why would you risk their lives just so you can have this procession around this hospital to prove that you're this super overcomer of COVID? Like, that's grossly irresponsible and sends a terrible message to your followers as well as the rest of the world. Like, you're not taking any of this seriously, especially after 210 thousand plus people literally just died and were affected by it and don't have the access to the stuff that you have like get the fuck out of here you can keep that took the words right out of my mouth like like (laughs) (laughs) it makes no sense Well, shout out to COVID. Oh, no, uh, no, ain't no shout what? out. Because <laughs> and that was my other things. I wanted to be like, yes, bitch, like everybody else. And I was also like, she still don't get. It. I mean, she. Yeah. I don't like her like that. But like, you know, it's like when in season three or four of Scandal, like remember when we hated her? <laughs> oh, okay. Now you're that girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's very, <laughs> I'm very telling y'all, too. like, ain't this shit been giving Scandal? Like, I'm. Not gonna yeah. say it, but you know when blank, 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 and it was killed. like blank, and it was mm-hmm. like he blanked her when the president killed Judge Cancer because she was about to snitch about his presidency during a second election. Yeah. I, it's I, giving I, a big scandal. Yeah, that's what I said. Like blank <laughs> and very defiant. Okay, okay, very defiant. <laughs> And if it come out that you, because that ain't that ain't not crossed my mind either. Everybody, you, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you did that along with Annalisa's wig. You did that. Mm-hmm. How okay. Do it season? Let me stop. Well, let me not get into don't do that. Don't do that. We we've been over that. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a better place now. <laughs> Just like is that the- all for your? Is that all for your corner? <laughs> is that all for your corner hooker? You know what? I think I will close my legs to marry men on this. And yeah, it is. Because like right. I said, Kyle took the words right out of my mouth. Took it. That would be our clip for the week. Right there. I'll be doing this like I'm going to do all this editing. I'm about to be doing last I'm going to look at this like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so Fave and Flop. Do we have a Fave and Flop? Do we, sir? For the flop, I'm I'm still on a debate. We'll give this a soft flop, but still flop nonetheless. Um, soft flop for the week, Ava DuVernier. I'm not sure if you guys were able to get into that on the Twitter's verse. 
um, Twitter's verse. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. The verse agenda again. <laughs> you know, see, another Ms. show, Ava. another show. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. This has been another presentation of Free. So, I, I got, I got Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna see no. you later, Miss Ava. Okay. <laughs> no. Shout out to her dreads and her opinions. And I have plugged my computer. And shout out to a wrinkle in time's box office receipt. Oh, receipt. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank our guests for coming. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sitting in on this foolishness with us. It's my pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we. Don't, I'm not saying we love you. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is the first time. Don't be weird. I mean, okay. I feel like we all here now. We all cousins. So <laughs> We all fam. We all fam. Like a giant tree. <laughs> like a giant tree. But you know they were talking about Effie and that was Shay. She was the tree. It was Okay, let me ask you a question before I go. Mm-hmm. One night only, Dina or Effie? Who you got? You want all my love and my devotion. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You want, want my love so right. This, F- this Effie little single. This Effie little single. <laughs> okay. We never saw it for the version. We didn't need all that screaming. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> when that shit went in that okay. trash and that Bob got <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dun, dun, that trash, da, 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 da. <laughs> you want all my love? I was like, yes, Beyonce, you heard together. Dina, Dina, Dina. Just go like this. Dina. <laughs> I'm Dina today. Because <laughs> like, uh, Dina, Dina. Uh, after you made some points. You made some points. There were but, points made, but you were no Dina. And don't act like you were. Okay? You, you were somebody. Line. You made it a cute line. I made it a cute song. Thanks, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what Karen be doing to Dorinda. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. I don't know that reference, but I will soon. <laughs> We're going to take you to Sunday school next episode. And scene. Bravo, that was bravo. fun. That was good. Bravo, bravo, bravo. That should be the name of this episode. <laughs>